you can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Holy <laughs> shit, how much cocaine does this guy have? And I'm like, no, no, you don't get it. It's a, it's a pork sausage, man. No, no, yeah, nice try, okay? We busted up the golden triangle. Get up against the wall. And welcome back to another episode of Asian Not Asian Podcast, the podcast where two Asian guys not from Asia talk about American issues no American cares about. I'm your host, Fumi Abe. And I'm Mike Nguyen. We're coming at you live week two of AAPI Heritage Month, May 8th. Woo-hoo! We hope you are doing amazing. Uh, just before we start the show, please, um, if you are a iTunes listener, if you're listening to this on your phones, please take a screenshot, post it on Instagram stories, tag us at Asian Not Asian Pod, and um, that's how we get bigger. So please uh, do that. Also, we want to give a quick thanks to everyone who has booked me and Mike uh, to speak slash perform at your colleges and companies and organizations this we- month. I, we know it's only been a week. Uh, yeah. into May, Asian month, as I like to call it. But we've been having a blast, man. It's been a lot of fun. And uh, we honestly feel kind of like bank robbers. We're just going in, doing a quick hit and getting out of there. And uh, it what's is, cool yeah. too is uh, <laughs> we're just spreading misinformation wherever we go. You know, we just go in there. We, yes. we hit them with the anti-vax message. We hit them with the uh, crazy rich Asians message and we're out of there. Yes. You know, <laughs> you know, yesterday we like gave a talk at a college and I saw some girl taking notes and that's when I felt like, I was like, oh, this has gone too far, you know? Yeah. Like, we can, no, no, no. We, we're, no. We're, People think we have knowledge. <laughs> this is a bad idea. Don't take our I, advice. I, we actually st- asked her to stop taking notes because we don't want to be responsible yeah. for what happened we after. We're like, stop it. Stop learning. We did. Um, that was great. Okay, let's get to our Patreon shoutouts. Again, if you join our Patreon at patreon.com slash AsianNotAsianPod and give us your money, we are going to give you a shout-out on the podcast and guess your ethnicity based solely on your last name. A very racist game, but we are very good at it. That's what we do here at Asian Not Asian. So here we go. We, do, we have baby. a lot. And by the way, we've been getting a lot of people joining, and so if you donate it, like, I don't know, three days ago, don't get upset that you're not on the next episode. We're, we're getting to you, okay? We're, we're getting gonna to you. It takes to time. This. We just we don't want to read like thirty names at a time. It's gonna be weird. So we're gonna read like five or six. Um. So here we go. First part. This. Okay. I don't know what these, happened. I think all these names are so intense. This. this I, I think like, I, group. Yeah. I think what happened is like we've been bragging about how good we are at guessing people's ethnicities based on their yeah. last name. I think the people with like unusual last names are like, oh, we'll see. Oh, about you. That. Oh, you want to see that? Oh, yeah. Well, guess yeah. what? I'm Mongolian Irish. Check this out. And yeah. It's, it's gonna be a gangster. <laughs> <laughs> okay. This first person is Dan. Jin, J-Y-N, Suk, S-U-K, and Arndent, A-H-R-E-N-D-D-T. Arndent. Yep, there we go. Mongolian Irish. I knew it. Yes, Mongolian Irish. <laughs> we gotcha. Gotcha. Uh, this one's interesting. Jessica, but spelled with a K. Okay. Whoa. Okay, bitch. Then uh, <laughs> her last name is Dubay, D-U-B-A-Y dash Dang. Now, Dang is Viet, but yeah, could be. Dubay. Yep. Is that French? Could be, maybe? It could be like a little like uh, French thing going on, but then with with the K, Jessica with the K, that's, that's like, like a white girl move. That's a oh okay, it could be that too. I feel well, like that's like backwards a very... K. Backwards K could be. Oh, you're right. Backwards K. Backwards, backwards K. K. So K. this person is uh, Russian, 
French, Vietnamese. Makes sense. Gotcha. Gotcha. Nailed it. Okay, this this, this next person. Oh my this God. is a crazy. This is crazy. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> what is happening with these names? What? These names. <laughs> oh my God. I guess I think we're really big in Kazakhstan right now. That's the vibe of the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. We're huge in Kazakhstan. Okay. Nielsen Maknaraham. Maknaraham. M A K N A R A K H A M. I think you nailed it. This is uh, a Kazakhstani person. So, oh my God, Shalom. I don't know what language they speak over there. But you know what? This kind of sounds like the Irish last name, um, like Mac- oh, like McNamara. Like McNamara. Oh, this sounds like, like McNamara. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it's another an Irish, Irish who, Mongolian dude. <laughs> they've immigrated to Mongolia and they're like, I must change my name to ass- assimilate, and they assimilate the case and ends. Okay. Yep, yep. Oh, f- okay. And then finally, uh, this one makes my heart warm. Uh, Andrew Chen. Yeah. Oh, that's easy. Chinese. Oh. We love it. Like, we love to see Irvine, a regular California Chinese, name. Chinese guy. Mwah. We love it. <laughs> we love it. Another one, uh, Alexander Marcus Chang. Chinese. Nice. Chinese. <laughs> what the fuck is <laughs> Tofik Sikder? Wow. Tofik T O F I Q. That's a fucking sweet ass name. That's a sweet ass like uh, Marvel Martian name. Yes. You know? Yes. It's very and like I cartoon anime Sikder. vibes. I am. A, I'm from the Skrull Empire. You know, like Sikder. Cool S I K. Is that like Indian? Maybe. I don't know, dude. South this Asia. Is, uh, yeah, I'm gonna. I'm gonna ah, fuck. Dude, I have okay, no real okay. honest thing. Okay, but when I see a Q U E, it makes me think of like a Black American name. I think me this too. person is half. I think this person is half Black American, half Sri Lankan. Nice. That's what's that's what's happening yep. there. And yep. let us know if we got that right. <laughs> Give us more money if we got that right, actually. And finally, our last person for this week is um, Nathaniel Shack. S H A K. Wow. Is that Jewish? I don't know. Um, you know, it, it sounds like it could be like Shaq, S H A Q, like Shaquille O'Neal. Ne yeah. O'Neal is, is another Irish name. This person is Irish. Yeah. Got it. I was Irish. Everybody's Nailed been Irish it. this week. Hey, so many. We're big in <laughs> Kazakhstan with the Kazakhstani uh, diaspora in Ireland is in our Ireland. sweet spot. Apparently, <laughs> we love it, guys. Thank you so much for your donation. And again, if you want to hear your name on the show, go to Patreon.com/slash/AsianThatAsianPod and give us your money. Uh, moving on to the story of the week, uh, something crazy kind of happened, and I wanted to ask our guest today about this but i want to explain it first before we introduce her this is this is crazy okay and i'm gonna go ahead and say the brand name because here the asian and asian you know that we keep things raw you know that our conversations are no condoms okay we don't give a fuck about sponsors okay uh the only sponsor that i actually like is is helix sleep mattress because they are so chill they let us say anything in the ad that me and mike in the in the ad that me and mike run we are having sex in it and they don't care They don't yeah. care that we're having... Yeah. They're like, great. Here's I don't think money. they've made any sales, but... <laughs> <laughs> they've made no sales, but they're just like... They're just so tickled by it. They're just like... They, no, they're so they're chill. fun. Yeah. Listen, so it's AAPI month, right? May, which a lot of people didn't know, by the way. I've been asking people at uh, comedy shows. A lot of people don't know that. The other day, I asked the crowd. I was like, do you guys know that May's Asian American Heritage Month? And this white girl raised her hand. She's like, I know because my boss is Chinese. And I'm like, yeah, of course. Like, I guess that's the only way you'd care is if your fucking salary is tied to, you know, right. if, you have, if you have stakes into this. Nobody people, nobody way, fucking baby. knows. And uh, we, we, got, we got hit up by um, HBO Max had run like an ad uh, for AAPI month. And we're like, of course, that sounds fine. You know they're gonna pay us. It's all good, but uh, I, I but um, here's here's what's happening. Okay, I feel like white executives at corporations um, they be fucking up when celebrating ethnic minorities in America, right? And this, I've seen this happen with um, Black Lives Matter movement, uh, Black History Month, uh, pretty much any other like month or week or like International Women's uh, Day. Is it a day? It's a day, right? Yeah. I'm sure they. they okay. I just feel like like corporations. 
always they can never get it right because the script that we got that we had to read i'm gonna read a portion of this this part fucking cracked us up okay this is one of the lines that we were supposed to read in the ad hbo max has a range of aapi stories that highlight and celebrate the asian american and pacific under experience such as warrior crazy asians aquafina and mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. Mortal Kombat. <laughs> they put that in the script, dog. When I watched, when I watched Scorpion, okay, and Sub Zero fighting, I was like, "This is this. This is just like what my grandfather told me what the war was like." You know, he'd be he'd be, he'd be out there and he'd be like, "Yeah, man, we were in the trenches and." Uh, and then I throw my spear and th- and pull uh, my enemy close to me and rip his spine out of his uh, his torso. <laughs> That's so Damn, Asian, bro. dude. That was... Pulling out people's spines. <laughs> yeah, man. Vietnamese, and then that's yeah. Oh, go ahead, go ahead. Nope, that's it. <laughs> <laughs> and then the the twist is I recorded the ad and I laughed at that part and I sent it to this person for approval and they were I think they heard me laughing and so they revised the script and then when they revised it they just replaced Mortal Kombat with Aquaman. Right. They said Aquaman. <laughs> is that because of um who who plays Aquaman? That hot he's, guy. I don't he's Jason Momoa. He's, um, he he yeah. is Pacific Islander. He's a Pacific but, Islander. Again, right, go ahead. Yes. <laughs> is it an Asian American story? <laughs> you know how we can all talk to fish. You know we love fish. What can <laughs> I say? We love fish. We do love, we love fish. fish. You know that makes sense. Actually, if you think about it, why doesn't Aquaman eat fish sauce? I guess because he doesn't. Does he? Is he vegan? I don't. I don't know. No, I've never he, watched. He, the movie. He's an. He's an alcoholic. We don't know what. I don't. He's I've never alcoholic. actually seen him eat anything. Yeah. He's like an. Al- okay. He's like lives in Iceland or something. Okay. Well, the, the the fact that he's an alcoholic does speak to my Vietnamese truth. So that is that is on, true. Uh, that is on brand. That for is. Us. So that, I, yeah, I, I do relate true, to Aquaman. True. You know, it yeah. is interesting because it's uh, it's funny because Hollywood is trying to do with these things where it's like, oh, we're gonna we're gonna celebrate AAPI Heritage Month, and then they look at their backlog, and it goes uh, it goes Crazy Rich Asians, and then it goes like Joy Luck Club, and then it goes Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> so the three he can pick and pull from. So it's just like they've been. This is what happens. They, you know. So yeah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. We, yeah. This is good. This is good. So, so what's our theme, Fumi? Our theme today is white corporations fucking up your shit, Asian or not Asian. All right. Yes. And uh, we wanted to talk about this with our guest today. Um, I'm so happy to have uh, this guest for a lot of reasons. Okay. A lot of times we just read off the credits. We introduce them. I'm gonna a little, little story here. Okay. First of all, I didn't even. I didn't. Here's the thing. Asian comedians have an Asian comedian radar. Can you agree with that, Mike? We have a radar, as in we I, know who I, you are. Yeah. yeah. We, what, what I would say I have a secret dossier, like Batman does, on every yeah, single yeah. Asian comedian. Like, I'll see somebody pop up on my Instagram or YouTube, and I'll make a little file, and then like, I'll, like, <laughs> you know, and I'll like, keep tabs on like, them. Yes. So that City, they don't come, years become, of experience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't be weaknesses, strengths. Like, they don't, I don't <laughs> want them to become too too powerful you know what i'm saying like batman's like yeah. okay well i know that superman's weakness is you know see his secret identity is this you know so i can fuck him up you know so that's what i do yeah, with yeah, all yeah, asian yeah. comedians so, so i feel like i i know all the asian comedians in america and i'm not even i know that sounds ridiculous but i'm not joking like in new york la chicago all the bigger cities we all know each other right but this 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 lady we have on we i didn't really know her until the beginning of the quarantine when her set came out on comedy central where um it was like a refinery 29 comedy central collab show and she was like singing and like doing all these amazing things and i was like oh my i, I was like i can't believe i've never heard of this, of this person before and i was like googling her and i was like what oh the fuck? no she, I, like, did, I had you the knew file i had the file dude you had the are file? you kidding me dude i had the file i was like, looking at the file i was like okay this is this one's gonna be trouble 
<laughs> I gotta, ha- I gotta bring this to the council. We're this one's to gonna be trouble. her. Yeah, that's why we actually have her on the podcast today, so we can murder her um, and take yeah. her spots. Anyways, um, so there's that. So I'm sorry that she. I'm gonna have to apologize to her for um, letting her slip under my radar because I, I was embarrassed to not know her. Second, I feel that during the quarantine, this amazing thing happened in the Asian comedy community in America, where like we were all kind of coming together and working together on a lot of different projects. Like, I, and it's it's mainly because of Zoom. So thank you to the CEO of Zoom. Um, I know you're a billionaire, but thank you. Uh, we have been doing a lot of shows on Zoom together. We've been, we, you know, you and I have done shows in LA. LA comedians have done shows in New York over Zoom. Um, and it's just like people are coming together and it truly feels like we're all in this like same digital territory. And I think it's been amazing. So I wanted to kind of like talk to her about that too. Uh, so, um, you know, I have, all these other, I have all these other things written. She's done Just for uh, just for Last, New Faces, Stand Up on Comedy Central. She's going to be in this new movie, Candyman 2021, which is not even a comedy movie. So I'm not, I'm not really sure what is happening there. She might have maybe perhaps had a had a, uh, a pivot in her career. But please welcome the hilarious Tian Tran. Oh, my God. Hi. Hi, hi, hi. That's like the most generous intro ever. I'm obsessed with you, too. So this is honestly, I have been I, I, I have been waiting. I was like, I really hope that they invite. <laughs> Need to be on the podcast. <laughs> and, and, and when you and say, every, yeah, every podcast that goes by is another guest. I'm like, what, what? am I doing what wrong? What am I doing? <laughs> and, and by when what you say big fan do? of ours, do you mean you also have dossiers of of me and Fumi somewhere like in your <laughs> Hell files? Yes, absolutely. Did you, you know? Who, believe did it. you know yeah. who we were? Did you know who we are before we met um, officially? I guess through. I think we had you on like a Zoom show. But yeah, I, I yeah. I mean, had I had, talked. I had, I had known of you both. I, like you said, I literally first, like, you just know, you just know, right. you just know, you just know, you just you, know the Asian comedians yeah. out there. Yeah, you. Sometimes <laughs> I'm like making breakfast, and I'll just stop, and I'll like drop my slowly drop my spoon like in slow motion to the ground, and I'll just go. There's another one somewhere. <laughs> somewhere. Cal- Calvin. Someone. Calvin Tran has just started doing comedy. You know, somewhere. <laughs> And then I appear outside of his house, you know, just with, careful, buddy. <laughs> yeah, dude. Um, I don't know. But I mean, thank you for coming on the show. Uh, we're, we're, we're big fans of yours. And, um, you know, you listen to our story here about corporate fuck ups, um, you know, so has, has something like that happened, happened to you? I mean, I always, not to me personally, although the, the most... I love that you guys are getting asked to do API shows. I've only gotten asked to do one. It was for the Bone Marrow Society. Um, <laughs> shout out to Bone Marrow. Shout and out to the- Bone Marrow. Yo, Vinny, <laughs> I love Bone Marrow. Are you eating it or is it a cancer? What it was? <laughs> was just like Bone Marrow donation. Donation. Which I you think. should. Which actually you should. Which you should. Uh, you- Asian mm-hmm. people, mm-hmm. we really don't donate enough there's like something i know that yeah yeah go yeah, ahead yeah, yeah okay well now i feel bad that i passed on it because <laughs> <laughs> well the message is out there because well, i felt so because it made me feel they they were like you know you could like you can just the it wasn't asking me to do stand-up it was an hour-long panel where they were just like tell us about like what what, what it's like to be asian and how important asian life is and i was like well that is a bizarre Asian that is a bizarre life. way to put Asian it. Life. Like Asian, Asian life is like how important Asian life is. I was like, what am I? Am I selling my humanity? Yes. yes. Like, what is this? Yes. Uh, yeah. Um. Uh, we recently heard that Asian people are also humans. Can you tell us more? <laughs> it's it's such a weird thing because some of these panels can be, um, you know, overly like they just discovered us or they were just like, Hey, we yeah. realize we should actually listen to you, which is kind of like, I mean, I guess it's nice that you're finally paying attention, but also at the same time, 
Of course. Why didn't you do this before? Yeah, they, they don't. They don't know what to do with us. I think for a lot of the panels, not not all of them. We've done like the good ones that are like we've, really we've done good ones, which is cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. what have your panels yeah. been like? Like, are people have? Is it like a a thoughtful moderator? Are people asking thoughtful questions? Mm. We did one that was like, um, you know, kind of about like the kind of breaking breaking out of the model minority, you know, myth or mold. And they're like, can you just tell about? Can you tell us about like your journey about like how you're not a doctor? And then we just ended up talking about how we wish we were doctors. Well, yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. You know, I really yeah. I was spent like thirty minutes crying. I'm just going. I'm so, I should have tried harder. Uh, one thing that's cool is we've been doing some college uh, ones, and. Uh, What's what's sweet? And I don't know if this is like a lot of colleges, but we did one uh, like, you know, kind of like a gamut where we did one small community college uh, in Southern California. And then we did like a nicer, not nicer, but like a, you know, more. OK, yeah. Uh, drag that community college. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> another school. You're gonna get not canceled, nicer. Bro. <laughs> we did another school. Uh, and, and then both of them, the students, uh, they would start off with um, like their pronouns. And that was like a thing. They would start off with by saying their pronouns. And I didn't know if that was, this was like a widespread thing. It seems like it, which honestly I'm into. And, and I thought it was, I thought it was sweet and it was like supernatural. Um, the one we did at, at one of the schools, it, it wasn't like this big official thing. It was just the students and they all just jumped in and just did it. And it was like, no problem. It wasn't like a big deal. You know, I always feel like on the news they make it like, oh my god, they're like indoctrinating students. Oh and yeah, they're being yeah, yeah, forced, yeah, yeah. They're being forced to show their <laughs> genitals on screen, and, <laughs> and oh my, and they're making everybody now everybody's a third gender, and it's every, and but it's really not a big deal at all. It's like, hey, no. you know, here's my pronouns, whatever. Let's just keep talking, you know. I mean, one of my with all the pronouns things, I remember when like I was part of a group and we were first doing it, and like truly like a very bro bro. When asked for his pronouns, he was just like the old ones, the <laughs> old ones, the old ones, the, the, um, the boring ones, uh, dude. The, the the old fashioned ones. I'm traditional, and I'm like, what the hell's going on? <laughs> <laughs> we haven't invented new pronouns. It's just there's nothing. There's no new. We haven't like innovated on pronouns. We were just <laughs> being more thoughtful about it. Innovated on. <laughs> You haven't heard about all these crazy pronouns? What had? what what school was that? Can I ask? Was that like you know like a school in Pennsylvania or something, or was that like or like I mean, oh, it was it say, was but. it was part of like a, it was part of CBS Showcase. Uh, oh okay. Right. <laughs> Not even school. Wait, so these are like liberal comedians? These are liberal comedians, just wow. absolutely like tripping. This was a couple years ago, so maybe maybe this person has grown. Yeah, right, maybe right, this person right, right. has grown. Yeah. Um, cool. But to get back to your question about court, like. Seeing 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 all the streamers all of a sudden like put a specific bar that is just like all Asian American stories or like Asian yeah. voices and it is it is a short list. <laughs> <laughs> really is. It really is. Really really it, strange. It, they really have to like dig. It's strange. I know. I mean, I'm, I, I I feel I, personally I, offended that Mortal Kombat isn't brought up more. Because <laughs> um, I, like I do think it's very Vietnamese. It, oh yeah, I can see that. <laughs> I was like, oh, I was surprised oh, really? to see. Uh, I was surprised to see um, not not see um, Tokyo Drift on there. You know, Fast and Furious. Like, how is that? You know, I know. You if know, you're like, gonna do it, just go for it. I mean, just go fucking the, go for it. Right. I it's mean, got the, shit, got the word uh, Tokyo the, in it. <laughs> the the original um, fucking uh, Fast and the Furious is shot in Garden Grove. That right. little that really? a, that's, that's an Asian yeah. story. That is that's a, a very Asian story. And yeah. Garden Grove is a character in that movie. Garden Grove is a character in that movie. <laughs> and they have, you know, and it, it's got a whole arc and everything like that. 
and and that's I, I feel like we you know we talked to um who was it was it alex babbitt that said uh black people will go and try to find black characters in anime and i feel sometimes with asian people will like claim something as as okay that person's asian now you know like yeah. i didn't know you know what i'm saying like so, sometimes <laughs> oh, like yes. uh you know like we just like, oh, i didn't know that like anderson pack when, you know it was like anderson you're yep you're a little bit yep, asian you're bro us, you're, you're us you're in the club get in the get yeah. out of here. in this past march madness uh, did you guys watch are you guys basketball fans no I, like i know what's happening a little, but, okay. like, I are know you a little bit. i'm kind of a jock i'm a little bit of a jock Yo. okay we'll get into that okay i like we'll it get into that. we're gonna get into that <laughs> yeah we'll get into that um but i watched all of march madness and johnny juzang is vietnamese he played for ucla and as soon as i don't even care about ucla but when yeah, i found yeah. out that he was like half vietnamese i was like this is the best team ever i hope they win <laughs> they, <laughs> they, they have to go to the top i feel that way about like top chef yes anytime there's like an asian chef even if i don't like their personality i'm like i have to root for this i have to root for this person yeah were you uh, yeah, i were have you, no choice did you get real into jeremy lynn when during lynn sanity and all that stuff yeah. when that was out hell yeah yeah and when he has terrible haircuts, I'm like, you know yeah. what? Okay. Yeah. I have to keep rooting for you. <laughs> yeah, these oh, dreads, they're, they're pretty this cool. These dreads yeah. are cool. <laughs> <laughs> these dreads are pretty cool. He can do it, okay? <laughs> um, wait, so are you are you a jock? Because I know you grew up in Erie, Pennsylvania, which I looked, mm -hmm. so when I when people are from Pennsylvania, I, I understand that's not the Midwest. I, I'm a Midwest Asian. I'm from Ohio, and I and I, I love bonding with what other people. What part Midwest of Ohio? Asians. I'm from Columbus. That's close to Erie. So we're, that's what I was saying. So, yeah. so if you say it's from Pennsylvania, it's like if you're from the Philly side, then like I can't really relate with you. But if you're on the Ohio side, then I feel it's very, very similar, like the culture and stuff like that. Um, so did you play like what? Were you like a basketball player? I, I don't even I've never actually never met you in person. You could be like I'm six foot five. I have no yeah. idea. Yeah, you could yeah, be a yeah. tall You actually could be very tall. And yeah. who knows? Maybe extremely Likewise, you too. I mean, how tall? Are, I, I feel like I've, ne I've never... We've never we're met tiny. in person. We're we're, yeah, we're tiny. I mean combined combined we're five foot five. Okay, so we walk yeah. around doing shows, one on stacked on top of the other one wearing a big trench coat. Uh, that's just our vibe. And then and then when I have a show, we just flip who's on top. And I'm yeah, we'd love to see that actually. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I mean, you were a jock. Like you know, uh, did you play a lot of sports and stuff like that? I played. I'm a. So I played so much soccer. I played. Really? Yeah, yeah. I played all through childhood, high school. I don't want to be that person that's like I could have played in college, but I no, could have. But I would have sat. But I would have sat on the bench. Like I would have okay. sat on the bench at like some bad D one D one school. D1, oh, yeah. but that's amazing. You, you that's were amazing. talking to schools. I got to talk to two schools. Two schools recruited me, but I didn't want to go there. Um, names, names. Yeah, hit them up. Was it HBO <laughs> Max Bucknell. University? HBO Max oh, University. Oh, Bucknell. Okay. My, uh, Mortal Kombat College. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> They didn't want me after I met with them. Um, yeah. No, Bucknell is a small yeah, yeah, college I know in Pennsylvania. And then University of Pittsburgh also had... That's huge. But These are I huge schools. Played. I was too small. Like, uh, I'm 5'7 I'm, I'm and, like, turned 100 pounds my senior year of high school. Like, uh, I'm, I was too small. I was getting thrown around. But I was quick. The, but does I was height matter in soccer? To be big? Yeah. It does. Yeah, it I does. feel. I guess like uh, there's a minimum. You can't be like a hundred pounds. That's pretty. Yeah, cool. yeah. yeah. Yeah, I was. Yeah. I was getting thrown around a little bit. So but, I have a little. Um, yeah, I have a little. Right. Um, sorry, I have a little side story about soccer because uh, I don't know if I've ever. Yeah, did you guys play sports? Well, well, no, I ran cross country we can, and played. We can, we can played get trumpet. into it. Yeah, but um, I <laughs> trumpet, so like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, <laughs> does that count? <laughs> 
yeah, bass dude, clarinet. Yeah, it's super aerobic. That's yeah, incredibly uh, aerobic. Mark, Mark so um, when I first met you, uh, I didn't know that um, you were queer, and I you, I found out you were you played soccer, and you reminded me of this girl I ha- I was like madly in love with in high school. <laughs> she also played soccer. She played D one for Is West she Virginia. Gay now too? She's gay. She's fully gay, and Dang. I literally I literally spent like three years trying to like. <laughs> go out with this person because she was like still hooking up with guys like because you know in high school maybe she wasn't like fully out yet i remember when she first came out she was like yeah but i'm still gonna marry a guy like i remember her saying that at age like 18 or 19 so you know but anyways um but i just thought it was funny that like i i've met multiple like queer soccer female players in new york i'm like oh like there's a vibe here and then they're like i'm gay please leave and i'm like okay that's fine you know <laughs> so you're, you remind me of uh of, of chelsea corrado shout out the, oh shout um, out to chelsea yeah tell, chelsea you know living your best life okay, made it made uh made, made some made some good moves so um yeah i feel uh so were your parents real supportive because this is like a whole thing i feel with with uh asian parents and sports. sports i you know we, we we we're the asian americans i grew up with played the i would call the white collar sports right any sport mm-hmm. where you actually had a collar golf tennis right <laughs> oh. um, you know um there and 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 then, then um occasionally you'd have like a really you know surfery asian guy who would be a swimmer or something like that right um and my parents put me into into soccer and i'm really bad at team sports, I realized. I'm, that's why I like doing stand-up. I'm not into sketch, okay? Only It's only solo things, okay? I don't like teamwork. <laughs> but this, um, is a t- this is a very good team environment here. Yeah, yeah, that's true. There's only... there, So maybe I could do mixed doubles, okay, for tennis. <laughs> that's okay. Uh, but I remember I feel... I, I always disappointed my my dad because he was very... He was a very athletic person. You know, hey, say what are you, whatever you want about you know what that means for a vietnamese man coming from vietnam to be an athletic person but he 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 seemed very you know he was really into that sort of thing and i was just bad at soccer i just like i just didn't get it you know what i'm saying like i didn't get the game and i was like i was very afraid of um breaking rules i would be terrified of being had a penalty call on me i would i would hate that <laughs> that's but I so realized, funny oh my god but i realized like later on i was like you know <laughs> fuck the rules just go and get it just go get the ball and i feel if somebody has sat me down and said don't worry about the rules. If if you get in trouble, that's a good thing. You know, if, if somebody just had to explain that to me. But anyways, but were your parents, were they like, okay, you know, TNC, you know, real into soccer. That's cool. We're going to drive you around. We're going to do travel league and stuff like that. Were, was that like that for you? They were really into it. My dad, my dad, as he says that he was a very good soccer player in Vietnam. Who who knows? Yeah. Who knows? Uh, Maybe who they knows? are because like there was Maybe no they, soccer balls. They're yeah. just like, Maybe yeah. Maybe they were like. Maybe Amazing. our dads were like Olympic athletes in Vietnam and we have no idea. I know? have no idea. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they were they were super supportive. Um, they were also like very my dad was kind of a, a, a soccer dad. Like if I didn't play mm. well, he'd be pissed. Yeah. Uh, like that. Like that kind of dad where where as my mom would if I didn't play well, she would be she would give me like you weren't running that much today and then not talk to me for a little Whoa, while. <laughs> dang. Whoa. But they were, I make it sound bad. And you know what? Looking back, it probably was. I need to unpack that. We're doing it now. Sure. Um, <laughs> but they were, they were super, they were super supportive of, of okay. like my sisters. I'm one of three, one of four, sorry, I'm third, one of four daughters. And everyone played sports. Like my older sisters mm. did gymnastics. Oh, really? Um, 
yeah, did gymnastics and like my youngest sister played soccer and famously got to snowboard unlike the rest of us. Um, wow. So, what do you mean famously? Yeah. What do you mean famously? Because <laughs> we all want, I wanted to snowboard and my parents were like, it's too expensive to pay for a like yearly pass up at Peak and Peak. Are you familiar with Peak and Peak, Fumi? No, because we had, it's in, uh, is it in Ohio? Yeah. No, I remember going to Snow Trails and Mad Mountain. Those are the two. Those are the two around. Okay. Well, did you? Would your parents ever buy like a seasonal pass to a? No, 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 no. I mean, yeah, like, no. They would let me go like once or twice, but but I I didn't I didn't I'm not a snowboarder guy. Like I would never go a yearly oh, okay. pass. That's so much. That's so much yeah. snowboarding. So, so much. I wanted it so bad. And my really? my, my sister's my sister's nine years younger than me, and when she wanted to, she's a snowboarder. She like has all the gear, has all the stuff, all gets the to stuff. go. I was, I'm very jealous. Yeah. Dude, you know what's crazy? I, I, Around that time was like when those snowboarding movies were like kind of in. Do you remember there was like uh, all those Johnny like- Johnny Tsunami. Johnny Tsunami, but also there was a movie called um, Out Cold. Do you remember that? No. Oh my God. <laughs> all those like, there were all these like team movies that you'd go see on Friday nights because you were like fucking 12. And that was like, oh, Chris Chris Evans is in it, I think. I think. That's so funny. In the movie um, Out Cold? Out Cold? I, somebody famous is in it. And uh, like the, like Weezer was the theme song. It, this is such a Fumi vibe okay. right now. And like, so you're it's all about so snowboarding. Yeah. <laughs> so you're telling, me, you're telling me Chris Evans, okay, by our math, is Asian American. That's an Asian American movie. That, that's, that's, that's an Asian American That's a story. voice that needs to be <laughs> uplifted. I feel, I mean, this is cool to talk about because I, you know, there's always a stereotype like, you know, Asian people aren't, or like we're just nerds and stuff like that. But like we're out there doing all sorts of sports and, yeah. you know, it's, it's, uh, it, it's tricky. And I, I like the, I like the story that, you know, it's still like an immigrant family where it's like only one of you can do the sport you want to do. Okay, everybody else <laughs> has to do soccer. That's the cheap one. We got you. We got you for that one. Yep. You know. Yeah. I. I mean, for me, eventually, I. You know, I, I. I. They put me into karate, and I've done like martial arts and stuff like that. And funny enough, they did. They never. They, they really didn't support me after a while. I remember one time I went to a tournament, and I had to walk home after no. the tournament. <laughs> Why? Like, yeah, you because you didn't busy. do well. No, I did fine. I think, I, oh. I mean, they, they, they don't know one way or the other. They were just like, nah, it's fine. They were just very lazy. I, that's why I was oh. asking you about that because my mom pulled me out of, I mean, not pulled me, but we only did one season because she didn't like that the parents had to bring oranges. She was like, oh man, come on, this is too expensive. <laughs> Those are my are you oranges. Serious? I'm Vietnamese. Honestly, <laughs> it's crazy. Is fucked up. <laughs> yeah. She's like, I have to pay for this and I got to bring snacks. It's like, that's nuts. So Wait, did what belt were you? In karate? Yeah. Are you a black belt? No, I'm a I'm a brown belt in karate. This is very dorky. So yeah, I'm it's a brown, brown belt in karate. And then no, in, in jujitsu, in Brazilian jujitsu, I'm blue belt. So hey, watch out. Oh, hell yes, I did yeah. taekwondo. My yeah, parents, what the hell? my parents put me in taekwondo. Yeah, there you go. Whoa, I did played you, the violin too. I, I okay. you know, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, but uh, okay. I have a question not, for you because you're not a, you're not a, the queer icon I thought you were gonna be. Yes, you're so just a regular lady. Get out uh, of here. I, I saw like a funny tweet Jared Goldstein had. It reminded me of this. So when you take Taekwondo or martial arts classes in the Burbs, your yeah. teacher's name is always like Kyle Sensei. It's never. Yes. You know what I mean? Like you don't yeah. learn from somebody who looks like the ones you see in the movies. It's always like some Yo, the, regular white uh -huh. dude with a ponytail. <laughs> A hundred percent. My first, yep. you know, I took karate in the 80s in Texas. So you can just imagine 
everyone there like wow. in, in my at the time i was like seven so i didn't like think about it but everybody there definitely had like you know the rex kwando vibe you know where it's like yeah the yeah. mullet and the mustache and it's like all right bow to your sensei you know it's like it was a lot of that and then later on i went to a legit like guy who his name was who i don't remember his name but like he's like this korean dude it was like super duper scary he was like he, i was more afraid of him than i was afraid of my parents you know what i'm saying he was just like super strict and that was like the vibe and i was like oh i don't want to go here anymore he's too scary <laughs> rituals get results you wouldn't skip leg day would you it's the same idea if you want better skin hair and overall health that's why hawthorne has made it easy to build and maintain a personal care ritual that helps you look smell and feel your best Hawthorne is a premium grooming brand that tailors your personal care routine to your unique profile. First, you take their quiz. They ask me things like, what kind of things am I into? What kind of drinks do I like? And that kind of factors into um, the products that they give you. And I got these these lovely deodorants because I'm a smelly boy, and that's what I've been using. It was actually really fun. The quiz, the quiz was so fast. It was so quick. It was honestly fun, and that's a hard thing to come by in pandemic. At the end, I got an essential bundle with all the products tailored to my body type and lifestyle. The products I got were, I told you, I just told you I got the deodorant. Why are you asking me again? I got the deodorant and, I got, and, and some shampoos. It's a good time. Hawthorne takes the risk out of shopping for personal care by giving you free shipping on your order and returns. If you don't like your products, they'll even retailer them for you based on your feedback. With high-quality, self-care products tailored specifically to your needs from Hawthorne, looking your best has never been easier. Take Hawthorne's quiz today and get started on your personalized self-care routine by going to hawthorne.co and use promo code NOTASIAN to get 10% off your first purchase. That's H-A-W-T-H-O-R-N-E dot C-O, promo code NOTASIAN. Hawthorne.co, promo code NOTASIAN. Ah, well, you know me, Mike. You know me, right? I and know. You know, I know. If you know this, if, if you know anything about me, you know oh, that I'm uh, out, I'm out there. Yes. I'm out there. You're pa- out there. I'm out there pounding. And a lot of people are like, for me, why are you so good at pounding? And by a lot of people, why, yeah. why? I always ask that. <laughs> yeah. I don't even believe by, you. By a lot of people, I just mean Mike. The secret is, it is Helix Sleep Mattress. Helix Sleep has a quiz that takes just two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preferences to the perfect mattress for you. Why would you buy a mattress made for someone else? With Helix, you're getting a mattress that you know will be perfect for the way you sleep and pounding. <laughs> Everybody's unique and pounds uniquely. And Helix knows that. So they have a different, uh, they have several different mo- mattress models t- uh, to choose from. They have soft, <laughs> medium, and firm. Uh-huh. Wink, wink. Mattresses. Mattresses is great for cooling you down if you get hot. And even a Helix Plus mattress for plus slide sleepers. Because, hey, man, everybody needs love. Just go to helixsleep.com slash Asian. Take their two-minute sleep quiz, and they'll match you to the customized mattress that will give you the best sleep slash pound of your life. They have a 10-year warranty, and you get to try it out for free for 100 nights, risk-free. They'll even pick it up for you if you don't love it, but you will. Helix is offering up to $200 off all mattress orders and two free pillows for our listeners at helix.com slash Asian. That's helix.com slash Asian for up to $200 off and when you're doing your threesomes, mm-hmm, two mm-hmm. free pillows. Now back to this. Yeah, you got a lot of fun stuff. I mean, you have a fun joke about how... Uh, your substitute teacher messed up your name and that's how you had you had to have your your creative name now you know yeah. well, 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 how did that how does that go how did, how did that story go i mean it's it really i mean my my full name is Huntian, which uh, you know it's part of my stand-up it's in the first little clip of that comedy central clip and i've had some hand a handful of vietnamese people that are like 
damn it, she's Americanized her name, and it like guts me, dude. Because oh I, my god, don't get, don't get me started. Don't get me st- okay. <laughs> don't get me started. No, let's, it, let's, it I'm abs- gonna take my shirt okay, off. Let's yeah, go. Let's go ahead. It's absolutely. <laughs> let's fucking go. Both our shirts are off. You can't see this. I know this is a podcast, but both our shirts are off, and we're freaking out. Well, we're freaking out. <laughs> we're freaking out right now. It guts me because I can't respond to a comment and be like. You know, growing up in America, yeah, it's really yes. hard. You're like, I can't write a full fucking essay about how assimilation has rotted my brain. And in some ways, I'm trying to, like, get back yeah. to, like, yeah. how. So I'll have people be like, oh, she's not saying her own. She's not even saying her own name right. Um, mm. So mm. it's it's Hantian. But, like, I say Hantian because imperialism yeah. um <laughs> yeah there you go there you go just throw that out there i get it just uh, okay um but yeah i had a substitute teacher who truly like got to my name classic pause like didn't know what to say i knew it was going to be my name and this asshole said hank tina which uh. is just <laughs> you know? had a little stroke and in his mind a little and, yep. stroke in his brain and was just like yeah these two names these, this yeah. is this there is what go. it would be like. Somebody named their child Hank Tina, <laughs> Hank Tina. and now I've I've just reclaimed it as my as a, as my social media. That's uh, that's funny. I mean, um, do, have you uh, had have you always had that with going back to kind of like the Vietnamese thing? Because I'm very sensitive about that. I don't. You speak Vietnamese very well, right? I'm I I like I can I mostly speak with my parents, and it's like yeah. a choppy yeah. fourth grade Vietnamese. Okay. Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and you? I, no, I'm terrible of enemies. Um, my my espanol es muy bueno, but my <laughs> and my Italian <laughs> is very good, but my my Vietnamese is very bad. Uh, and um, you know, I, I I get very sensitive about this. And Vietnamese Americans, and it, it 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 is honestly worse. I mean, it totally sucks when somebody mispronounces you know your name as an as a as like some white dude. I'm like, okay. You know what? That's fine. But then what's, when Vietnamese people like also get on you, you're, then you feel like it's like your own family getting on you. And you're yeah. like, listen, do you think I want to do this? You know, <laughs> this would be great if I could speak the language, but, you know, I don't. And you don't know what it's I'm out here doing all these things. I have a friend who, um, you know, her name's Nguyen, right? But then she changed. She she tells people it's Gwen. Because it just throws people off too much, her her, yeah. her regular name. And I call her, you know, Wynn because I've always known her that. And I don't judge her because I'm like, dude, I get it. I'm it. You don't want to have your first, like, three minutes of meeting someone is to be like, oh, well, let me tell you my how to say my name. And you're never yeah, going to yeah, remember yeah, it. Yeah, but yeah. I got yeah. this yep. whole thing. You know what I'm saying? Because it's exhausting. It's, it's, it's tiring. Like, like, so... Oh my God, we're getting into it. Okay, if I cry, this is your fault. Okay, <laughs> that's why we have our shirts off. Okay, so we can cry. <laughs> but okay, so like, um, I I have now I say Tian, but mm-hmm. really people will say Tian, uh-huh. and Tian is actually how you say it, Tian. Yes. Yeah. But when I moved, I actually grew up outside of Philly, but moved to Erie when I was like nine, and I was the new kid in school. And when you're in the Midwest, Fumi, you know, like I know. I know, baby I, girl. I was the only. Yeah, you know, you know, know you shaking, know. <laughs> you shaking your head with that palm tree blowing behind you is like. So <laughs> I know, I know. <laughs> like uh, being truly one of, I, I think I was the only Asian kid at this school, and I was new, and it was fifth grade, so it's like 
moving into middle school, everyone had their friends. I was new and everyone kept butchering my name. So I started being like, okay, it's, it's TN, like TNT, like it's TN. Mm -hmm. And so I have now taken it on as TN. And then recently my sisters were like, you say TN, but it's TN. And I'm like, well, I don't even know. I don't know who I am now. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. yeah. Well, it's just so even, much. even you know, with the name Nguyen, almost every show, the host will be, how do you say your name? And I'm like, don't worry. You know, honestly, just don't pronounce the G. It's, it's, it's easy. You can, and, and all of them are acceptable. You know, yes. win, new yen. You know, I always say like win, like win or lose. That's like pretty, yep. that's pretty good. Um, and so, and you just have to have to go with it. There's no fucking way anyone can pronounce Nguyen the real way. Yes. It doesn't, it, there's not even like an analog to it in like other romance languages you know like in you know it's it's not like uh, the enya sound in spanish or some <laughs> shit like that yeah there's no way you could do it there's yeah i'll, I'll say it to people and then they'll say it back to me and i'll go that's actually you've actually made it worse somehow i don't know <laughs> just go just do just do when um uh, and that's like the world we're living in you know what yeah. i'm saying so yeah you know, you know what's crazy yeah. though is like um well two things first of all i also shortened my name because yes. my full name is Mas masafumi and I go by yes. Fumi, but I'm a I'm I'm like from Asia, so let me just tell you this: if if Vietnamese people should, so your name is Han Tian, and the way that my name is Masafumi, and you just go by the second half, is that correct? Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Okay. So if people give a shit for that, like I don't know what it is in Vietnamese, but like don't act like people in Asia don't have nicknames either. You know what I mean? Like like <laughs> I'm like it's like my grandfather calls me like, or he's dead now, but he used to call me like Masa. Like just half of it because Masafumi is kind of long in Japanese too. So you know, yeah. like I don't know, like it's it's not that crazy that you would cut your name in half be just for the convenience of other people because I don't know. It's like don't I don't know. I feel like sometimes Asian Americans can like gaslight other Asian Americans for stuff like that, forgetting that that name in the homeland could yeah. also yes. have a nickname. You know, like I'm yeah, I'm sure there's like a fun nickname for Nguyen. Maybe they call you Nunu back over there. I don't fucking know. You know, <laughs> maybe Nunu. Nunu. Like you don't know. You don't fucking know. Um, yeah. I uh, wanted to also talk about this when I was. Uh, so you know, you grew up and you were saying you're the only um, Asian kid in your school. And when I was growing up, I this I think I've talked about this before, but uh, this is sort of like a ratatouille moment. I remember in maybe I was like a third grader or second grader. And I was in this, I was in the, the school and I don't think I was the only Asian, but definitely I was one of only a few. There was one other Vietnamese girl and uh, her, her first name was Tran. Um, and so me, and, and I remember me and her, she was also like, I was a pretty good student. And I remember her being a genius. Like even as a kid, I was like, she's a genius. She's like, she'd be a doctor already. And <laughs> we both would get pulled at one day. We both got pulled out of our class. And we would sit with an ESL teacher, like just me and this other person <laughs> as, and they, she would walk us through the thing. And in my mind, I was like, oh, we're special. We're maybe this is some sort of super English. Cause in my, I don't, in my, I, I, as a kid, I you don't know what ESL is as a kid growing up, but mainly I spoke English. And in my mind, if I look back, like I spoke English, I didn't have any, I didn't have trouble learning or uh, it wasn't like, I was like, I don't understand this language. But for some reason, me and 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 John were put in this ESL oh tutor thing. I actually liked it because this guy, the 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 lady, was very nice to us, and also I spoke English, so I was like crushing all the exercises. <laughs> <laughs> She's like, "Man, you're really good at this." I was like, "Yeah, I only speak English." And she would give me these little stars. I was like, "These are the best, like little stickers." You know, I was like, "This is the best. This is the greatest thing." But uh, and then I remember one time, I mean, uh, like this went on for a few weeks, and I was really having a great time. 
And then I told my mom, I was like, hey, mom. So they pull us out of this thing and they, and they you know, they, they have us like do this English thing. And my mom looked me in the face and was like, stop going to that. And she <laughs> went and had a whole conversation and this whole thing. And I remember like um, uh, when I went to do, go do that tutoring thing, they would put everybody else in. They would, everybody else would go do music class. Hmm. And, I, and then one day I was like, I'm just going to go to music class. And I went to music class with them. And then the tutor came and was like, hey, you know, like um, you're supposed to go with the tutor. And I, and I was like, my mom says I'm not supposed to go with you anymore. <laughs> and, then that, and then it just went away. It just went away. It stopped happening. Wait, I need to know the conversation your mom had with this teacher. That's the I most know. interesting. I don't what know. Do you, I, how do you I don't even know bring, what she like, did? What was their excuse? Like, also, were you like, were you mad that your mom did that? Or were you like, okay, mom, because I have moments where I look back on my parents when they then when they would do stuff like that that's like okay so these people are microaggressing on my kids and i'm gonna yeah, step yeah, in yeah. and say yeah. something yeah. and as a kid sometimes i was like don't do that you're embarrassing oh. me yeah. but now looking mm-hmm. back i'm like hell yes mom and dad <laughs> thank you for calling out this like subtle racism and or overt racism that's happening <laughs> i feel i remember I, I definitely know what you mean because as a kid, you just want to fit in. You just want to go yeah. and do what everybody else is doing. You want to go on the bus that everybody else is going on. You want to do all the things. Um, I, I just, uh, I remember it being like a little embarrassing that I w- was like standing up to this tutor. I was like, I don't want to go. Um, <laughs> you know, I, but I didn't feel like too bad one way or another about it. Again, I enjoyed going because it was easy and I was like, I was getting stickers. I was like, as a kid, you're what focused about, mainly yeah. on sticker generation economy. So, yeah. What about your friend? Was she upset that yeah, but, she had to go? Because she was smart, I, you said, right? I don't know. I don't know what happened on, the, on that side. We were all, I mean, you know, hey, there was only a few Vietnamese people in the, in the town at the time. So we we're all friends. And so we all knew each other. And I think that all ended. And again, it's just bizarre to me because to me, she was a genius and she was clearly very, very intelligent. Also my first kiss. And it was hey, this whole thing. Hey, hey. Oh, wait, how, how, old, how old though? How old? I don't know. I was like, I don't know. It was like six. It was like an innocent kiss. You know, it was like- Six? Yeah, was no, that's, that's adorable. What the Yeah, it was hell? very cute. And I was like, this is awesome. Um, so anyways, that's side story. S- yeah, so <laughs> that's, that's the whole thing. Maybe your parents Tutoring. are trying to set you guys up, man. Huh? No, no. Maybe they're trying to set so, you like, up. Yeah, we, 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 um, uh, yeah, it was just like a fun thing for us. But at the time I just didn't know what forces were in play. And like, now I'm looking back and I'm like, I was an honor student. I was like, what's yeah. happening here? What, <laughs> you, know, like, <laughs> you know, so I, again, I thought I was like, man, I'm so, I'm like, I'm so advanced. I got to be pulled out of music to like learn English faster. I was like, this is amazing. So I don't know if anything like that happened to you, Tian, if there was like little things uh, like that. Not, not, not in, no, not in that way i was just like i th- i think that i think my school was honestly like not thoughtful enough to even think about helping students outside of like extra class <laughs> like they were just like you guys are all do- you're all doing the thing just go go do it go yeah. do the class yeah um yeah no no no, nothing like that That's funny. but then like it's funny that you had like when i went to middle school there was finally when i went from like grade school to middle school there was another asian kid okay and people just without fail just automatically put us together for like partner stuff and like (laughs) i got a whole thing about that too (laughs) we dated because everyone was like you you 
you and Jimmy, you and Jimmy Choi should date each other. And I'm like, and I'm like, yes. you know what? I have, this is, I guess, I guess we, he, he's nice. So Jimmy Choi and I were the only Asian kids in sixth grade, like in my middle school. And we yeah. dated each other because oh, like racism. all of these white kids were like, <laughs> there it is. Boom. Got you. Got you. Hey. There it is. It's almost. Like, hey, we got one. Just we got. Yeah, we got. A, we got. A, we got one. We, you're gonna love this. This is amazing. Check this out. Come on out, Jimmy. Come on That's out, me. Jimmy. He also played violin, and we were in the string ensemble together. It was a. Okay. It was beautiful oh. romance. Good news, ass fans. The CDC previously declared ass eating as not COVID safe, but thanks to the aggressive vaccine rollout, we're approaching herd immunity and our goal of a 69% vaccination rate. According to CanWeEatAssYet.com, we're just weeks away from ass eating season. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time to clean your butthole, and there's no better way to get your ass in gear than a hello tushy bidet. Hello Tushy's brand new 3.0 modern bidet attachment is here to get your ass ready. It's stylish, eco-friendly, easy to install, and even saves your cheap ass money. Hello Tushy 3.0 doesn't just clean your butt with a precise stream of fresh water. It cleans itself with the smart spray that's trademarked automatic nozzle. Hello Tushy attaches to your existing toilet. No electricity or extra plumbing needed. Cutting toilet paper use by 80%, paying for itself in just a few months. Plus, Hello Tushy has your ass covered with a 60-day risk-free guarantee and a 12-month warranty. Get ass-eating season ready. Join millions of happy Hello Tushy customers right now and clean your butt with every flush. Go to hellotushy.com slash ANA to get 10% off plus free shipping. This is a special offer for Asian not Asian listeners. Go to hellotushy.com slash ANA for 10% off. Hellotushi.com slash ANA. In 2021, a truly diversified portfolio needs more than the traditional mix of stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. It needs private real estate. Studies have shown that portfolios with an allocation to private real estate generally delivered a better risk-adjusted return with more annual income and lower volatility over the past two decades thanks to its track record of consistent performance through multiple market cycles. Yeah, with Fundrise, this level of powerful diversification is now available to you. Fundrise provides access to diversified portfolios of private real estate to all investors with their industry-leading, easy-to-use platform. Whether you're looking to add stable cash flow via dividends or prefer long-term growth through appreciation, Fundrise makes investing in private real estate as easy as investing in stocks, bonds, or mutual funds. Fundrise's team of real estate professionals carefully vets and actively manages all of their real estate projects. And with their easy-to-use website, you can track your portfolio performance and watch as properties across the country are acquired, improved, and operated via dynamic asset update. I've started using Fundrise personally, and it was super intuitive, really robust, and um, it says I cannot mention personal results here. That's what it says, and I won't. See for yourself how 150,000 investors have built a better portfolio with private real estate. It takes just a few minutes to get started. Go to Fundrise.com Asian today. That's F-U-N-D-R-I-S-E dot com Asian. Fundrise.com Asian. I've been reading this history book, dude. We are, or I guess, apparently Vietnam loves sea otters. Well, I'll Do get into really? it later. Wait, We're what all book? about it. I need to know. Oh, one of our listeners was asking about that too, Mike. What's it called? Oh, yeah. So it's just straight up called... It's just called Vietnam. Vietnam. <laughs> Vietnam. <laughs> A history from earliest times to the present. Because I don't know if you ever thought about this, uh, Tian, is that I don't really know that much about Vietnam before mm -hmm. the war. Same. You know, and then like maybe uh you know yes, yes i know up to like where you know, we uh dian bin Phu and stuff like that but before, i'm talking about like 100 ad or 100 bc vietnam which is like it's it's crazy it's really a story of china but anyways we'll get into that later okay i'm gonna read that <laughs> it's a great book it's very his, his you know very history fo focused but 
you see all these things about you like you can almost like identify with uh the people back then because they were very the 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 chinese like sources keep talking about like oh these crazy what 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 would become vietnamese people like they cut their hair really short they blacken their teeth they have a lot of tattoos and i was like yo that's me sounds pretty dykey <laughs> <laughs> they were all gay that's yeah. the way it was and they'll played soccer <laughs> well yeah they had you know they had they, they would always talk about how the women are very promiscuous and they, they you know they they oh have like God. these weird weird uh, weird like traditions and they they couple easily that's what the the, the chinese uh, sources would say and i was like this is vietnamese <laughs> dude like <laughs> it's crazy i'm just imagining me it's just like with with oh water God. buffaloes and sea otters and me and tian are just hanging just hanging right. out <laughs> shaved head black teeth this. playing soccer I love this. damn black what, teeth what, tattoos black <laughs> teeth black, black tattoo shaved head i was like that's me <laughs> <laughs> who's the author because like the one of the one of the listeners was like because you can't i can't just tell them like it's called vietnam that's such a broad name uh vietnam a history from the earliest times to the present i got this also from uh, a, a fan uh, the, it's just it's a white dude, I think. Ben Kiernan is the Kiernan K I E R N A N is the is the thing. It's a it's it's a fucking beast, but it's awesome to read. Anyways, I'm just gonna read it and text you like, Mike, this is us. Yo, sea otters, <laughs> dog. Say, text me sea otters constantly, bro. This is it awesome. just makes it's like it's 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 it seems silly, but like you do keep you keep going yes i understand why i love swimming now because of the delta it's like this all makes sense <laughs> you just keep going back <laughs> okay so, so i've only so to be fair i've only watched like one and a half episodes of house of hope because i had to um no 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 i've watched i've watched two i've watched two episodes because i wanted to like talk about oh, I didn't it on finish the pod. it no, i didn't finish it all oh but shit. it's so, it's so um, good bro. it's yeah, I've I've heard that it gets deeper. I've, I, but again, I've only watched like two episodes, the first two. But Tian, I wanted to hear what you had to think about it. You know what you had to say about it. I've only okay, so I've only watched three episodes. Okay. And it it just gave me so it gave it gave I felt like a deep pain because it was so <laughs> it was so like conservatively patriarchal. It made me like so uncomfortable to watch them be so mean to the daughters like oh yeah and like mm-hmm. so dismissive of them and like it, it just it, it hurt me and i also could not stand the sun washington uh, washington yeah. <laughs> like i was like this he, guy he's, is, the, he's like the really he's like the really spoiled one or whatever he's the really spoiled yeah, one the alpha one yeah like total douche like I, <laughs> yeah i i when i Watching those types of shows, I'm, I always like to be like, okay, if I were to meet that person in real life, I would be mean to them. So Washington yeah. is one of them mm. that I would be mean to. So I like, uh, and they felt, I know they don't say it, but they feel pretty fucking Trumpy. So like I couldn't. They do oh, 100%. 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah like do. If you, I mean, if you have someone being like, I'm going to name my children after the presidents of the United yeah. States. Yeah, 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 <laughs> yeah. Like that feels too much for me. So like I couldn't watch it. Did you like it? I finished it. I I enjoyed it in that like I thought it was entertaining. I also have just a little bit of insight to like the sort of I don't know stereotypical classic Vietnamese household, which I know is not everybody, but I, but I know you know I'm aware that a lot of Vietnamese American families, especially if they have money, are 
you know, conservative. I know that. Yeah. I, um, you know, Mike has told me that growing up, he had a picture of President Bush in his Bush. fucking living room. Oh my Bush god. Too. Bush too. Right. Yeah. So like, I and I, again, like that's that's an interesting conversation to have because you know, Mike grew up in Orange County and you grew up in Erie, Pennsylvania. I don't know if that was a thing over there, but like, so I knew all these things. So obviously, they were like amplifying it a little bit to make it a little bit more ridiculous. But like, yeah, all those things you mentioned are true. Like, it is a little uncomfortable but as a reality show i enjoyed it way more than bling empire oh really really why well, uh because well a like because i've heard i like, heard it is deeper yeah go ahead well i i just i like that it got like fucked up like at the end it gets a little fucked oh. up like people have like real issues and they bring it up and and that part was like a little you know that kind of ground that that grounded everything because for like nine mm. episodes they're like we have a thousand billion dollars and we're we're look at me sticking my dick on my lamborghini it's like that for nine episodes and right, then at right, the end right. at the end they're <laughs> like oh i have a problem with alcohol and i'm getting a divorce and i'm like this is what I, this is what i'm here oh my for. god yes. they get divorced okay. yeah. wait wait a minute washington gets divorced uh it's like undetermined but like it's like they're There's like it's like going that way for her yeah. she needs to get away no <laughs> get okay. her but, out of uh, there yeah, yeah let's way, do a I thing where we yeah. don't watch any of the other episodes except the last one let's just okay, watch let's the divorce it. let's no, just I, watch let's the watch divorce it. episode <laughs> and then we'll text each other and like you know I'll be sending you sea otter memes and you be sending yes. me uh, Washington uh, alcoholic divorce memes <laughs> well, um, we'll watch the last episode of House of Ho and then I'll be like Mike this is us <laughs> Um, I, I, I see what you're saying. I mean, we're, um, did you, did, did you, cause uh, you know, you, you didn't have a lot of Vietnamese people, but I would definitely have, you know, it's, it's tricky. Like there are some wealthy Vietnamese people, but most mm -hmm. of us, are, you know, most of the Vietnamese people in, in, in SoCal aren't necessarily rich, but there is a thing where it's like displays of wealth are a big deal. Yeah. You know, I have, I have a joke where it's like, you know, a very Vietnamese move is to like live, you know, 20 deep in a house, but everybody has a Lexus, you know, like, or, or whatever. <laughs> that, that's like a very true. Vietnamese oh move, God. right? Like everybody's on food stamps so and we drive to uh, the um, the Medicaid office in, uh, in a Mercedes, you know, <laughs> S-Class. So that is like a very Vietnamese thing and that we are very conservative. And um, I feel, I mean, I guess the thing for me is like regular Vietnamese people, I don't know, like the Vietnamese people I know, it's like way more interesting than just like, I'm rich. You know what I'm saying? Like they, yeah. again, you know, like the, they, if there was an episode of, of them just like driving eight hours to load up two coolers full of fish, <laughs> that's a pretty crazy story. <laughs> you know? And that is, okay, I didn't even tell it. Yeah, we, it was a ton of fish. It was just a ton <laughs> of fish. <clears throat> yeah, I don't know. Do you know, yeah. do you know Vietnamese people like this though? I mean, I mean now? When I was when I when my family lived on the East Coast, my we did we had a lot of Vietnamese people around us because that's like that's all I knew at the time. Like yep. I come from a family of my dad's one of seven, so all of yep. our so many cousins just like that was my Vietnamese hang. Yeah. Um, and that side of the family, it's really interesting. Two of my uncles, aunts and uncles, are crazy very intense trump supporters yep yep and the rest are not hmm, and yeah it's really interesting i very during with all the election stuff a friend and i had volunteered to do like viets for democracy and had like right. done calls my uncle on the east coast happened to be on the same phone banking zoom as me and like haven't seen him in 10 years whoa and, I, and he, we saw each other on this like 
Zoom one day. Like, haven't Whoa. seen him forever. And so, you know, there is that, like, stereotype of very conservative Vietnamese folks. But I think that they're, as with anything, we're not a monolith. How was it talking? I mean, did you talk to him on the Zoom? or? I talked to him very, very quickly because it was like phone banking weirdness and also trying mm. to phone bank in vietnamese is hard oh my <laughs> I god was, <laughs> yeah. i was bad at it um <laughs> because i don't know like my vietnamese language skills are enough to have a conversation talk about yes. food talk about yep. clothes going out like if you talk if you're pushing me to talk about politics or law yeah. i like don't have the voca like i don't have the right. vocab like i simply don't know the words right right um, right but yeah, that was I, I. I know a couple, I know a couple Trumpers in my family. Do you know any like Washington, Washington types? You know what I'm saying? Like some uh, Viet Viet Bros? Because like, <laughs> I feel I know. Well, I would know that guy. I wouldn't be. I mean, I would be. He would be like in my friend list, and he would be the guy. I'm like, all right, it's a Carvassier night. All right, time to call Washington up. <laughs> we're, going, we're doing this. <laughs> we're driving down to Long Beach. Okay, we're going to whatever. Oh. You know, and, and it's like that kind of vibe, you know, where I was like, you know what? I feel like getting in a fist fight, you know, like I'm calling up Washington. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You know anyone No, like I, that? I don't know. I don't know any bros like that. Yeah. Um, happy to <laughs> n add them to the crew. <laughs> <laughs> we're going to get, we're going to get, we're going to do it, man. Open recruitment. Open recruit. Okay. Yeah. If you're a Vietnamese <laughs> dude and your bench press is over 250 and... And you say females. Just hit me up. <laughs> if you say females, and I don't think they caught this. I don't think they caught this on the uh, on the show. But if you call your other Vietnamese friends the N-word, okay, then you might yeah. be qualifying for uh, this friend We're slot. We're getting a terrifying group of people. <laughs> And we're back with everyone's favorite segment. It is Das Race das News. Race News. We're with our guest, uh, Tian Tran. And we've got one. This is from a couple of weeks ago, but I think it's like kind of a, a good one. Um, that, you know, this is like a little essay that was from the New York Times on why the filet fish is my gold standard for fast food. And uh, this is from an Asian American writer. And uh, um, the writer writes, the fish, filet fish is the gold standard for a fast food for many Asian Americans. As well as other as well as other minority American communities, invented by an Ohio franchise owner in 1962, the of fish was the answer to uh, <laughs> the problem of McDonald's falling sales on Fridays when observant Catholics—that's a key thing—abstained uh, from eating meat. Okay, uh, and then by 1965, the sandwich had gone uh, national. So uh, this, you know, we always talk about the Ratatouille flashback. This is definitely like a literal Ratatouille flashback because we're talking about McDonald's and rats. And we're, mm -hmm. you know, we're, we're it's, it's <laughs> a, it's a delicious uh, thing here. I remember eating filet fish I remember Vietnamese, I mean, my, I wanted to talk to our guest and, and, and to Fumi about like growing up eating fast food because I'm trying to imagine our immigrant parents come here. Everything's all crazy. Everything's in, in another language. Everybody has a gun. Uh, everybody <laughs> drives everywhere. And then they're encountering fast food, um, figuring out like what to do with that, how to interact with that. Tian, what are your kind of immediate thoughts here? I mean, uh, McDonald's was such a big part of my childhood. Yeah. Like, I loved filet fish um, personally a fan of the McRib. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I know it's a weird pressed meat, but it's fucking good. Yeah, dude. It, yeah, dude. <laughs> um, I also... 
I, I love filet fish but for me, like, the the weekend thing that we did as a family, and I don't know mm-hmm. if this is, like, what you guys did, but we went to the mall. I don't know why, oh, but we went. of course. Mm. Yeah. The weekend thing we did was the mall, and we would split up. My older sisters would go with my mom because they liked, like, they like shopping for clothes and I would hang out with my dad because I'm the gay one and have to. <laughs> but I really and we look I, at guns. And we okay. looked at guns and fishing magazines. And, <laughs> <laughs> but we did. I, but like I went, I hung out with my dad and we would go to Barnes and Noble. He would read yep. PC Mag. I would read comic <laughs> books. Hell yeah. Oh my God, Fumi is dying of a PC Mag. Yeah. Wait, I love dude, PC Mag. Dude, PC, PC Mag. Mag. Yeah, dude. PC PC he would read PC, PC mag never buy it never buy read it read PC buy it. never yep. buy it never subscribe just we're nope. hanging out of the Barnes and Nobles reading the Hell PC yeah. mag yep. and then at the end we would go to McDonald's and like I, my dad would get a cheeseburger I would get nuggets and his favorite nuggets. thing was that fucking apple pie oh, which shit. is yes an incredible yes. I mean come on that's a that is a genius that's a that's innovation. That's dessert innovation at its best. Okay, a pie that looks like a like a pocket pie. I mean, I, yep. we we really and we really loved McDonald's. I mean, after soccer games, uh, my big thing, my, if I did yes. well, my parents, uh, yep, yes. my parents if would you, take me and I get. Like, I would get. You, yeah, only if but, you did well though. I, uh, if you did of, bad, they were just but, like, oh, "All right, you're not eating today. Here you go." Well, this is in. My parents supported my soccer a lot that like I had a I played on a select team that Whoa. trained in Pittsburgh. So we would Fancy. drive two Ooh. hours practice Jeez. after every practice. They'd be because I was starving like we're little kids yeah. running around. I would get a big and tasty, which Whoa. was McDonald's response to the Whopper, which I personally think is better. Big Agreed. and tasty, extra pickles, extra onions, fries and a at the time, I think they had a uh no, Hershey pie was a Burger King thing. No, I think I just got like a like a little froth, like whatever their ice cream. Oh, McFlurry, yeah. McFlurry. Oreo McFlurry. That Whoa. was my order. Oh shit! Wow, they loved you. Wow. Yeah, they loved me. <laughs> yeah, that, that's love. Yeah. yeah, that's that's my fast. What what about what about you both? Yeah, Fumi. Fat. Uh, yeah. I mean, I loved fish fish filet. Uh, you know, I mean, in the articles it says Asian people love fish, and for sure, I would get this all the time. I remember like a couple things. I the soccer thing. I just remember like. Fast food is a big part of your life if you grew up in the burbs in America because a- yeah. I remember like after soccer games, maybe this is why we weren't so good. This is when I, I played when I was like in second grade. We would go to like a McDonald's or like a Dairy Queen as a team and get like ice <laughs> yeah. cream. So I have very, very <laughs> fond memories of it of that. Um, but I also have memories of like um, my, my parents would always – because our first – so I moved here in 1998 with my family and our first like – funny american encounter was going to the mcdonald's and my mom getting a large drink and it's the size of a fucking bucket it's a so, huge drink it's so mad. the size so, so like in japan everything is one size smaller so if you say large it's an american medium so if you say large in america it's not a size that we have in japan so like it's fucking like you remember the one where it's like skinny yep. at the bottom and it fucking comes out like this giant you know <laughs> yes it's a fucking and chalice yeah yeah we're just like what is this is for this is for a whole family like what it, like we, we couldn't believe how big it was and i remember like that being the first thing we like laughed at so like for sure mickey d's big part of my life also i remember like we'd always buy the 
soft creams, and then my mom would bring matcha mm. powder, and she'd Yo. sprinkle matcha powder. Oh my god, that's incredible! This is, this is before Starbucks had matcha. Like this is before matcha was in. Like nobody knew. Okay, what your mom yeah. started it. Yo, we, right. my mom, my mom was just sort of trend. Yeah, we bring that shit and just like sprinkle on the on the thing and like, like a little cocaine. Yeah. You like yeah, yeah, cocaine, cocaine? Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that. Those are good times. That's a man. sick one. Um, yeah, I mean, I think for us, we were we were a Burger King family. Okay, so that was our weird, thing. We were like, weird. We were wow. very Burger King, very Burger King. Um, we grew, you know, it was a Texas thing. Our like, our my like my our favorite food was uh, from Dairy Queen, and in Texas, Dairy Queen is like a. Uh, I want to say I don't want to say it's a nice restaurant or anything like that, but it's like more. <laughs> it's like a fuller menu, and we would have these. Um, chicken uh chicken fried steak kind of like strips that they had and you dip in this amazing gravy which my mouth is watering thinking about it and to <laughs> this day i i've this is like the one very texas thing about me is that i love chicken fried or country fried steak i learned how to make it it's like in my blood now uh and we grew up eating that and then <laughs> my i think one i remember this my parents would we would go to burger king and i would always order um uh, double bacon cheeseburger which at the time i thought was like the coolest thing to say because it was so long and <laughs> I remember, I remember thinking, uh, my parents wouldn't, we wouldn't, we would get the, we would get the burger, uh, but we would never get drinks. That was like a thing. My mom was like, I don't know, I think she kind of knew that. I was like, wow, this is really bad for you. And this is one thing I can cut out. So it was like, <laughs> you can get the burger. Everybody has a burger. Maybe we should get us some fries. Uh, and that would be, that would be the move. Are you Catholic, Tian? Yes. And yes, we, yes. we a, a church sponsored us over here. You? Yeah, you. yes, the church also sponsored us over here too. So <laughs> that was a thing. Yeah, Wait, the way our, the way you just vibe. said the way the way you just said you sounded like when you're like a teen on AM chat rooms and you're like ASL, you? Like you, you? just said it so ASL? <laughs> like yeah. that's the Vietnamese ASL. Um, it's um, like uh, you know, i refugee status. Yeah. I'm 12. I'm a I'm a guy. Uh I'm in uh you know uh, uh Plano, Texas and uh Catholic Charities. Yeah, those are the that's the, Catholic that's the last Charities. One. That was the Catholic move. Charities. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean that's that's what that's what it was. Yeah, that's why I mean that's why we did it what it, it did play a big part in us having filet fishes is fishes. Filet fish. Yeah. Um yeah, cuz we wanted to observe Lent. We're so observant. Mm. This is what God We're wanted. We're so observant. God yeah. wanted us to go to McDonald's and get the two for one <laughs> filet fish It's in the Bible. So <laughs> it is in the Bible. Yeah, it is in the Bible. <laughs> I like I like picturing Fumi like your family getting that big huge soda and like each drinking out of it with your own straw, straw. <laughs> yes <laughs> we we probably did that like unironically like it was the only way that made sense i mean man you just like imagine huge. like even remember going to the supermarket store or the, the supermarket and like you go to the ice cream aisle right and obviously there's like the hagen dazs that's like a pint okay we have this and then there's like the bot the briars brand it's a little bit Love bigger briars. you're like okay like a little bit bigger but i can see why somebody would buy this and then i never bought this but there's like the unbranded ones that's yeah, just like that's literally just, a the it's gallon, just a bucket the a bucket, bucket with the handle yes yeah are you we opening like, up your own ice cream store like this <laughs> exactly. is how big it is we're like what is <laughs> It's like, and it's like, like the cheapest cost. too. It's I know like, it's like ninety nine cents or something for this huge one. We should all we should all go out and buy a one bucket of ice cream. Bu one yeah. bucket, one bucket, of, bucket of, ice of ice cream. And then Fumi <laughs> puts matcha powder on it. <laughs> Honestly, it's probably pretty good if you put the matcha powder on it, man. 
Tian, this is crazy. We got to have you back because we have we're so many questions. We're going to have you back. We have so many more things we were going to talk about, but. I'm truly having the most fun and if you don't if you don't have me back I'm gonna be pissed <laughs> <laughs> she's gonna go to the file she's gonna go to the I'm dossier go to the I'm adding it to the dossier, the dossier. these <laughs> motherfuckers lied to me said I would be back it's been 300 days <laughs> oh my god well okay listen where can our fans find you in your work because I feel like uh, they're gonna be into your shit man where can they find you on the internet I mean you can find me just at Hank Tina on Instagram that's the, o- that's the only place I I hate Twitter I got trolled yeah. once did you? Oh, nev- fuck that. Got trolled once. Be- uh, totally another story, but I got trolled once because I I did, in my early days of performing, an anti-bullying campaign, and I got trolled for that. Wow. So, oh, um, wow. Thanks. <laughs> we'll never be on Twitter again. But yeah, you can find me at uh, Hank Tina on Instagram. And go. please check out her stand-up on YouTube. Just Google Tian Tran. And then the, the Comedy Central <laughs> clips on there. It's so good. You guys can check it out. Uh, please follow us on all the social platforms at Pod. I'm also on there at the Fumi Abe. That's T-H-E-F-U-M-I-A-B-E. And you can find me on Instagram at NicePantsBro. Um, please donate to our Patreon at patreon.com slash Pod. And we are doing Zoom comedy shows still. I know the board is opening up, but we got fans all over the world. So the next Zoom comedy show will be uh, May 14th. And actually, yep. this episode is coming out after that, so it doesn't even matter. The one after that's going to be in, <laughs> in June sometime. Just go to AsianAsianPod.com and check out our schedule. Um, Tian, yep. this was so much fun. Thank you so much for Thank taking the time. So this was such a, a good time. And I hope to see you like in person at some point. Do you have plans? Yeah, are you ever going out to New York? Are if I come do, I'm here? definitely hitting you both up for sure. Okay, yeah. hit us up. Hit we'll, us up. we'll do a study group on, uh, on this book, and it'll be... <laughs> It'll be awesome. And then I'll, I'll bring I'll bring the ice cream. It's all good. You bring the ice cream, Ben. <laughs> all right. All right. Anos, we'll see you guys next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.